Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns, Instagram at I am millionaire Chris, and email chris at beergps.com. Would love to hear from you. Hear what you got going on, what you're working on, and how I can be of support. Cooler cool. Next is the iTunes review of the week, and this week is by Jen Hudgens. Jen says, love this podcast. This podcast is so motivating. I love the caliber of guests and the energy Chris brings to the show each and every time. I just realized, <laughs> Jen is, I've been saying this all day, Steph, and <laughs> Jen's the one who introduced us. I love it. I love it. So cool. Um, <laughs> I totally didn't plan that, though. Uh, so we are going to keep this going because... Uh, This was an awesome, awesome review from Jen, who's been on the show before, and she introduced me to Steph, and Steph's going to be bringing the fire, so stick around. But if you want to get shouted out on a future 12-hour marathon, whether you're a guest or an audience member, so to speak, would love to give you that opportunity. Go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes, and then you can give us a review there. Make sure you subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you prefer, so you can get all the latest updates and episodes. Good or good? Very good. Very good. All right, I'm going to introduce Steph in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because it's going to be fast and furious and maybe not furious, but you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be gold. So you want to receive and integrate as much gold as possible so you can say bye-bye blocks and step into your profits and your passion and your purpose and all the goodness. So let's introduce Steph and then we'll bring her on the screen because Stephanie Zito is an intuitive life coach and yoga instructor. She effectively helps clients move from fear to action, from procrastination to doing, and from stagnation to living your dreams. Today, during this talk, Stephanie is thrilled to share her three-step breakthrough process to move past fear, gain clarity, and take action with confidence and clarity. Stephanie draws upon her own intuitive gifts, 10 years as a yoga instructor and coaching experience helping clients with personal breakthroughs to put their dreams into action. And we're blessed to have her here with us today. Stephanie, are you ready to rock the house, girl? I am ready. Boom, shakalaga. We are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you so much for being here with us, rocking it. And we're going to dive right into the theme of the day, which is Money is blank. So, Steph, what does that mean to you? How has that impacted your life? That statement or question, money is blank. Yeah. So, thank you so much for having me here. Money is magic. Money is complete, 100% magic. Wow. I love that. Yeah. And it it just shows up. For instance, uh, like my recent couple months have been rolling back into coaching. Mm getting booked to speak. Yeah. It's like one thing after the other, getting booked with you, which I'm so grateful to be here. When I found you through Jennifer, I was like, what is this magic? We need to talk. That's right. Um, and then it's, you know, belief is magic. Mm. When you start to manifest and you see it happening, I can identify a few times in my life where it's just like, I think of like 
the the bobsled or the luge it's like stuff just happens like yeah. one after the other there's clarity and it mm. just is it's clear so that's my magic is bringing the intuition bringing that piece yeah bring it in yeah <laughs> you don't need anything in the way you I just love get it. it i love your flow you're like totally a yoga teacher at heart <laughs> <laughs> I can't hide that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so yeah. awesome. So the intuition is a huge, huge part for you. And I, I think that that's so important to be tapped into your gifts and, and uh, you know, help people break through those blocks. So tell us a little bit more. I mentioned it in your intro, but in your own words, what your clients come to you for and what you stand for with them. Yeah. So typically it's interesting because the clients might come to me for a variety of things, like mm -hmm. they're ready for the next step in their business or they want to speak from stage. Okay. But what I've found is that there's typically something like other happening that's a block hmm. and we actually really need to work through that first. Um, and so what I do is I do an intuitive energy scan and I can talk a little bit more about, I wasn't always into my intuition. I was actually no. like, really no. <laughs> yeah. We can talk more about that. But yeah. I was kind of afraid of what my intuition had to tell me. Yeah. Like really afraid. I did not want to hear what it had to say. So there's been like a bunch of growth in that. Yeah. But my clients come to me when they're in transition. They're ready for the next step in their job or in their career, in their relationship, in their life. Yeah. But they're stuck. There's something blocking them. Maybe they've been trying it for a while. Maybe they they think they've had the path, but it wasn't quite right. Yeah. So they come to me. We typically we do the energy scan and then we do the work. So I'm all about moving from thinking, getting out of the monkey mind and just into action. Yeah. And I love seeing my client's results. I love seeing my client who was an, is an app developer and he went from just kind of struggling to getting his app picked up by Apple wow. and then multiple apps picked up by Apple. So I just, you know, I love it. Seeing someone with clarity and then moving into um, working with horses with or equine therapy. So mm. and there's so many paths. You have your path. You don't have to take somebody else's path that someone else says is right for you. There's a gajillion paths. So there's that right path for you that's out there. And we can help find it. Mm, mm, so juicy. So this is gold. And I want to go back into that journey and talk about those times where you may not have been connected with your superpowers that are, you know, your gifts, your genius, mm -hmm. what you were equipped with to really navigate and serve and bring light to people on this journey. So let's go back and talk about, you know, when did you really start discovering who you really are? Yeah, well, I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this, but I think I actually am. Yeah. So you get to hear you get to hear the, the juicy juice. Yes. So, you know, right now um, I'm married. I have two lovely children who I adore. Um, I coach. I teach yoga. These are my passions. Um, I'm a person of like multifacets, so I love doing more than one thing. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you have to do just one thing. Mm -hmm. You may do mm -hmm. multiple things in your lifetime, yep. and that's beautiful. So I'm going to take you back. <laughs> So, uh, but I was really stuck with my intuition and this is like, oh my gosh, probably 11 or 12 years ago now. And I, at that point, you know, my journey for some is a little bit weird, a little bit different, mm. but it's my journey. So, right. um, and I love it. Mm, <laughs> it's kind right. of fun. So I was working in a field called wilderness therapy. Mm -hmm. I was working with teenagers who had gotten into drugs and alcohol and was taking them out in the woods to help them pretty much find themselves and to not have to do other stuff to kind of numb their pain or to step away from who they truly are. So um, I had this incredible job. I um, met my my partner at the time, my boyfriend at the time. 
and I moved to Kentucky to be with him, <laughs> to Kentucky. And um, there were some really great things that came out of that, really great things that came out of that. But one thing that wasn't great was the relationship. Mm. And I kind of knew this as I was going into it. And something really profound happened on my way to move from my beautiful job that I love to go and be with him. Because I was like, I got to follow this. This is love. How could I not follow this? This has got to be it. So it was not it. My <laughs> it was body not knew it. My, my intuition knew it. You know, and there were, there were signs. Like I am a big fan of body intuition, listening to what your body has to say. Mm. I was ignoring it. Mm. I was on my drive to move in. And I was in my Ford Explorer. I was driving through Wyoming. There was a spot that was black ice. I was talking to him. This is my, oh <laughs> this my looks like the cell phone looks like whatever. My little cell phone at the time. And I spun off the road and I hit a guardrail. And I'm so thankful for that guardrail being there because it saved my life. I would have flipped over multiple times. I don't know what condition, you know, I just think, the guardian angels, whatever you want to believe in, you know, in that moment to <laughs> give me a huge wake up call, which I did not listen to, even though I was like, I should turn around. This isn't right. I was all about love. I'm going to make it work. So kept going. Anyway, long story short, we tried to play it out. It wasn't right. Mm. During that time, I found a coach. I found a somatic coach yeah. and that woman helped me to get into my body. I would get on the phone and I would just immediately start crying <laughs> because I needed to let it kind of flow through, flow through. And um, she didn't have me like make the big step, which was to leave the relationship. Mm. She had me take one small step. The first thing was to listen to my body, which we'll talk more about. And the second thing was to find one thing I could do for myself, one thing for self-love. And that was to start going for a run, going for a run. And to be honest, it was like taking care of myself and going for those runs that um, got me thinking, got me settled into my intuition, got me settled into my sense of knowing, mm -hmm. and gave me the confidence to leave. I did not believe in myself. I did not believe in the life that I wanted. There was a disconnect, and we're gonna talk more about that too. Mm -hmm. There was a disconnect between where I was, what I thought I perhaps deserved in that moment, and what was my truth, and my truth wasn't in that spot. Mm -hmm. At the time, I honestly think it was a lesson I needed to learn, like I needed to go that far out of my way to come back to and this is where the luge happened i got clear on the relationship i wanted uh on the value i have on the job i really wanted and i came back to california i got like the literal job that i had in my mind that i had wanted for a while it I just it happened um really quickly within a few months i met my husband uh we pretty quickly we got engaged we got married we had our first child and the story rolls on from there so that's like my long story short of <laughs> what not to do. I love it. I love it. I love not listen it. to your intuition. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And I think it's important to know those points where you weren't listening. And like mm -hmm. that, that's when it caused the greatest pain. And also it's like contrast, right? Like we can give all sorts of meaning to it and have shame and regrets and like keep suffering and carrying that over ourselves. But you said, no, I'm going to. I'm going to do what I can to move forward from it. And you hired a coach and you like started figuring out what, what is my body trying to tell me? What am what is my higher self trying to tell me? What are my angels wanting me to, to, you know, be led to. Right. And, and I, I gave that prayer a symbol. And I, I think it's super important for me and for everyone to recognize, like when we have those defining moments, like 
I'm blessing that they took care of you so that you could keep stepping into your light so that you could stay on your path. Because some people, you know, may not wake up. Some people may stay asleep and unconscious and keep carrying the, that burden, you know, unserving suffering energy with them, but you, you like, you were saved, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. and like you had a bigger purpose and you kept moving forward with it. So it's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. And I am not a big fan of regrets. Mm -hmm. If you have regrets, that is something that, um, when I work with people, I work through the an energy system of the body and they're called the chakras. If you know about them, they're energy centers. You can think of them as like nerve bundles uh, at the low back, you know, just wherever you have nerve bundles, you have these energy centers and we can carry emotions. We can carry experiences. We can carry stuff that isn't even ours in these centers. Mm -hmm. I am not a big fan of carrying that stuff. I'm a big fan of allowing yourself the grace to get clear and when you get that clarity, you know, who you are on the inside is how you are in the world. Then that to me is where the, the money magic is. That is where the magic happens. So just allow yourself the grace for forgiveness. We can forgive ourselves. We don't have to carry that. It doesn't serve anybody. What serves us is to just pick ourselves up and to get something, get some help, ask some questions, whatever it is where you feel stuck. And clearly this is what this is all about. So we're going to get into some more of that too. There's so many resources out there. So yeah, yeah get into those resources for sure. Love it. I love it. So yeah. you mentioned that you really dove into yoga and that like became a big part of your life. When did that, like, how did that come about? Well, pretty much um, when I was in Kentucky, I got deeper into yoga. And then when I left Kentucky, I did my yoga teacher training. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And it was during that that I met my husband and it was just a beautiful time. Like I was super busy. I was in my zone. So it was just like one person like sort of fully embodying who I am meeting another person who was fully embodying who he is. Mm -hmm. And it was yeah. just really the perfect timing. It's beautiful. So how did the, how did the yoga teacher evolve into coaching? You know, that's interesting too, because, um, there was another block that I had. Another block that I had was, uh, you know, coming out of working in wilderness therapy and really being a coach for these young people and adults. I worked with both was I was always coaching. I was helping them to really, you know, ask questions to be beside them and to help. But I, I feel like I was taking my genius zone and I was sort of hiding it into something that was more tangible. Hmm. So um, I, I kind of knew even earlier than this that I wanted to coach. And I knew I wanted to be like a somatic coach to help people utilize their body wisdom to really go on their path. Can you, and, before, um, what is somatic wisdom? Tell us, tell yeah, our audience what that is. For sure. So somatic is just this idea that we really do have this wisdom inside of us. So our bodies are intelligent. Um, you know, it's as simple as saying, like, I had a gut feel. That gut feel is your intuition. Mm. Uh, you feel heaviness in your heart. Your heart is broken. Your body, you feel that. Right. So, you know, sometimes when I, yeah, well, sometimes when I do um, energy scans with people or when I do, actually, it's a different thing, but when we do body scans and people like they are just, we're not in our bodies. We don't, we don't know what we feel. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It, we, there's, it's a process. It's like learning to ride a bike. It's like anything you can get to that. So um, when we talk about the somatics, that is like the body mind is interconnected mm -hmm. and there's more and more research showing how we have this innate wisdom in the body. And I mean, there's people at like, super high levels who like they get this and they're, they're utilizing this to, to, to manifest things in their lives, yeah. to go after their dreams, to make things happen, to make a lot of money. Yeah. So it's basically just saying I have wisdom in my body. Um, I can clear out the channels. So I am clear on my path mm. and I'm going to make things happen for myself. 
Wow. It's pretty much as simple as that. Beautiful. I love it. Good, good, good awareness of what it is. And so our audience can know more moving forward. So like you really started diving into that on your journey, you said. Yes. And so the yoga training was just, um, it was an incredible experience. It's, it's, you know, anyone who goes through a 200 hour yoga training will say it's not just about becoming a teacher. Uh, um, have you gone through yoga, yoga training? I have not, but I yeah. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if you go through it, like there's so much personal growth that happens. And um, I really found like I love the philosophy of yoga. I love it. And uh, we actually, I'll go into this too. We, um, we did a really long chakra meditation. We went through a full chakra meditation. And um, part of what I do in my coaching is I bring in some um, energy work. It's mm -hmm. called Kundalini. It's a mm -hmm. type of yoga. Yep. And it's about moving your energy. So if you're not feeling in your personal power, there's stuff you can do breath work movements that are very simple that can help you be in your power and they work. They work really well. Yeah. So we were doing this um, meditation and I had what's called like a Kundalini rising experience. Mm -hmm. And it's basically where the energy just like, it just clears out like nerve nerves just clear out from the base of your spine up to the crown of your head. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't, you know, I didn't really know that that was going to happen, but when it happened, it was amazing. And then at the end of it, I just kind of dropped into this sort of intuitive state where I could kind of see in my mind's eye what was happening in the room around me, like what other people were thinking. Some people were like, I can't wait till this is over. Some people were really joyous. It was just a very intuitive state. It was a clear, clear audience, I think, which is where I can hear what other people are saying. Yep. Sort of like put me on this path of knowing like, to combine the things that I'm good at. So I am good at conflict resolution. Mm -hmm. I am good at intuition. Mm -hmm. I am good at pinpointing someone's block with them and helping them work through it. And I felt at the beginning, like, this is so weird. How can I bring my yoga stuff into my coaching? Like, how does that make sense? These things are separate. So again, at that point, I was sort of hiding my coaching within yoga. I would teach yoga, we would talk about these poses and how they were great for this or for that. So I felt like I was sort of coaching, but I wasn't really coaching. And it wasn't until another turning point that I actually started coaching. Tell us more. <laughs> okay. so, this is the money piece. And I feel like these lessons, they come in to help us. They come in to, to boost us. And I, again, I hope you never have to get to this point to do your thing. But, um, you know, my husband and I married, um, had our first child. I was teaching yoga and um, he was working his job. And we moved to Encinitas, which is, you know, Southern California, a lovely town. Yep. And he was, we were ready to have our second child and he lost his job. He was laid off. So suddenly we were kind of in this state. We're moving into a little bit of a panic state. He was getting ready to set himself up to freelance, which is very independent work. And I just had been thinking about coaching for a while. And I was like, it's just a time. It's time to jump in. I got clear. Mm -hmm. uh, a few people came into my path to help me see that. Some people who just, you could say it's random, but <laughs> they came into my path. Um, I found, again, you know, I, I knew I wanted to coach, but I didn't really know how to market. Mm -hmm. So my coach to help me market came into my path. He was an excellent coach. Mm -hmm. And he helped me get clear on my message and clear on my marketing. And it worked. Uh, I began giving talks. I filled my my client basket. I helped people. It it was it, it was amazing just to see again that that luge. You get clear and and it happens. Um, my husband started up his freelance company, so we went from a place of real panic um, and going into debt 
to, this might sound like a bad idea, but it's really not, to investing in myself and investing in coaching um, and trusting myself. Like if I do anything, if I invest money in myself, I tell myself I'm going to make this back plus. You know, I don't go into things. I don't encourage people to go into things and to not take action. If you're going to hire a coach, if you're going to do any program out there, you know, be owe it to yourself to do it, to do the work, to, to get past the fears, to get past the blocks. Because I'm going to tell you, you start moving on these paths and you might get past the first block. My first block was actually uh, marketing. And I was like, this is crazy. You're going to ask me to go out and talk to these people and ask these people this and that. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to trust. I'm going to take this deep breath. I'm going to do it. And uh, humbly in a being of service. And I did. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of the second piece of moving from that sort of place of lack into uh, a mini mindset of abundance and allowing ourselves just to accept trust and do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I also hear the, like you weren't surrendering and trusting and having faith to like what you were meant to do, the coaching, like you, you knew that was your passion. That was like something within you, but maybe you just didn't know how to articulate it or you didn't know how to take the leap and say, this is what I'm meant to do. This is my career that I stand for. So you really got put into that, that challenge, that opportunity for growth and saying like, I have to, I have to do something. I have to change this up to be able to like really um, provide for my family and, and, you know, create abundance and prosperity. And so you took the leap. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, if not now, when, if not now, when, like, this is, this is the time. So, you know, you hit this, these turning points in your life. Like maybe you want to write a book, maybe you want to coach, maybe you want to change your job. Mm. So if not now, when, you know, and it, and it really, and I hate to say it, it took that push, like that monetary push mm. to, I think, have both of us switch stuff up. I mean, both of us, like he actually felt really kind of trapped in his job too. He was like, I'm the provider. I need to be in this job. I can't switch jobs. Like we both were stuck. And so we manifested him getting, <laughs> getting laid off. So. Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. someone out there is probably thinking that they have some blocks and maybe they're not super clear on what they are, but they they know that the results that they want are not yet appearing in their life. How would we go about you know, advising them or guiding them, giving them some exercises, practices, next steps to take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. This is great. This is a good zone. This is a good zone. So, first step is to just get honest. Get super, super honest with yourself. There is something that you may not be telling yourself. There's something that um, if if you've got this block, if you are telling yourself, "I can't do this because I don't have the money. I can't do this because I don't have the time." Um, I don't have, I can't do this because I don't have the support of my spouse. Those things are lovingly all excuses to keep you safe. (laughs) So, and this is very much evolutionary. So if you think back to um, when, when man and woman was walking the earth and we maybe had some fire, but we had tribes, like if you did something that strayed from the norm, if you were like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be cheap. I'm a woman. I'm going to go hunt. You know, you would get kicked out of that tribe. You had to kind of like toe the line, right? Right. Otherwise you probably would die out cold. So I I think that these fears, they're there to protect us and lovingly we're good. This is 2019. We don't need those anymore. So we are going to look very, very clearly at what is, what are you saying your block is? Is it money? Is it time? Okay. So I don't have the time. Then you're going to say, 
what is the worst case scenario if I did what I say it is I want to do? Hmm. What what would happen? What would happen? Um, you wanna you wanna lose weight? What's the worst case scenario if you invest in a weight loss program? You stay the same weight. You gain some more weight. You know, the worst case scenario is you lose some money. It doesn't work that time. Hmm. Worst case scenario if you reach out to date some people and they say no to you. Um, you get your ego hurt. <laughs> they probably weren't right for you. You move on. You, um, you know, you, you hire a coach. It's not the right person. You don't do the work. Okay. So you, you move on. You find, you ask some questions, you do the next thing. Um, you go out there, you want to do some Facebook lives. Um, you want to put yourself out there in a bigger way. Uh, you want to go and be a stand-up comedian. You might get laughed at, but not in the way that you want. Right. <laughs> you might get rejection. You might be seen. I think for some of us, we have a fear of being seen. We have a fear of rejection. It's the same thing as that tribal fear. You know, we don't want to get kicked out of the pack. Mm. So, I mean, I know people, so many people who, like I, this is what I do. Mm. We sit, we process, we group, we have a group and we look at like what they're not doing and you can just see it like this, this wistfulness, this wanting, like we hold ourselves back, mm. you know? And I, I like to look at the analogy of when we were kids and babies and no one for most people, unless there was something physically that wasn't going to work for us, for most people, you're a baby. You can't move. You can't move a single part. Maybe you can move a little bit, but you go to sitting up, you go to walking in one year. Like nobody questions that. Everyone's like, yay, we just expect it. We're like, of course they're going to do that. What if... <laughs> What if that were the same thing with going from making zero dollars at what you want today mm. to in six months making $5,000 a month to mm. in a year making $10,000 a month, maybe more. I mean, that's just, you know, right. I'd be very humble about it. So like, what if you had like a symphony of people around you saying, well, of course you're going to do that. I'm just waiting to clap for you when I see you doing it. I'm mm. going to just, come on, you know. You look at all the work it takes that baby to do all that. They just do it. You practice, you know, like uh, to me, it's like, what, what has to, what has to be different about that? Mm. Nothing really. So mm. I kind of like that analogy. That's powerful. Um, That's so powerful. Like it just like really it's, it's how do you see the world? And I think a lot of people see business and entrepreneurship as this like, dreadful process of like exhausting you know 80 percent of businesses fail between the first whatever you know years like come on why are we going to keep repeating that statistic why don't we play a new story that helps people succeed it's like it's almost like it's difficult because i feel like we have to provide the information like is, there's a, a an aspect of being logical or realistic or saying what is so the fact quote unquote but then there's also well what do we want to create what's the reality that we want to create and i just think too much attention is put on the what is the facts and the dread and the fear about that versus what do we want to create what's a new standard new paradigm that we want to share in the world yeah so totally and i also think that when we get clear and we get clear on the kind of person you are, when you get clear on, you know, you might think there's a gajillion ways to make a ton of money out there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I see Facebook ads all the time telling me how I can do this type of marketing. I can do that type of marketing. I can go this way. I can go that way. Mm -hmm. So it, it can be completely overwhelmed. It's a lot of amazing information, mm -hmm. but I know we can get into overwhelm and we can get into this, um, this story of how it has to be. It has to be hard. 
it has to be a struggle. Um, it could just be doing the work. It could just be putting one foot in front of the other. It could just be, it could be joyous. How about it could be joyous? How about we could wake up and allow it, allow it to be joyous? So mm-hmm. when you bring that up, I think that at times we are actually, um, we, we, it need, we need to know ourselves. We need to know our motivation. Mm-hmm. We need to know what are we motivated by? Is it connection? Is it like I'm motivated by, really motivated by connection? Like I connect when I'm connecting with a client, I'm seeing them succeed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm loving them and mm-hmm. uh, seeing them on their path, but wherever they are, if they're hurting, like I am connected. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be an influencer. You might be someone who just loves it when you have this, like, you know, you know, those people, like I've got these friends, like they have this great, Hey, I always go to them <laughs> when I need to know about like this great, uh, you know, where to get my hair done or my nails done or right. <laughs> like, no. So I'm like, I'm going to go to you. You're an influencer. Like you love to influence. You love to have, give reviews. Like that's, that's your thing. You love accomplishments, accomplishments. You're going to be the one who loves like that, that carrot on the stick. You mm-hmm. are going to love it when, um, you know, maybe you work, you, maybe you want to do something with direct sales and they've got these like promote these incentive programs. Mm-hmm. You can't, um, earn like a really nice thing or you can go on a nice trip like you want to be in competition like that feels good to you mm. so that's the accomplishment person like you want to win those medals mm. <laughs> to me I just want to hang out and connect and like <laughs> do the thing right. so um enlightenment like maybe you're someone like Chris I see you as someone who's in enlightenment mm. and probably in addition to other things but mm. you know like you're just you're up there like you are holding the vision for us like you are holding the highest place for us like that's enlightenment and then there's security so security, you you need to know, like, this is what I'm going to have every month and plus to pay my bills and do this and do that. And so some some types of entrepreneurship may not be for you. You may prefer mm-hmm. to have something on the side. You may prefer to have something steady. Otherwise, like, that's, that's why maybe we aren't doing the things we say we're going to do because mm-hmm. we're tied to the wrong motivation. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, like... Click in a little bit. Yeah, kinda, yeah. It's it's yeah. so really getting clear on what's the worst case scenario. Like we were talking about that and and like really figuring out our fears and being comfortable with that, being willing to confront that, but also like what of our what are our motivations? Okay, so we know what we want to move away from and, or or at least you know, because fears you got to acknowledge. And then when you acknowledge them in the worst case, then it minimizes them and doesn't make them that powerful. But we also have to move into a direction that we are being pulled into. And so I really love that we covered a bunch of different like archetypes of what people are and what motivates them and what will get them into the luge, so to speak, and producing the best results for their life. (laughs) Yeah. So perfect. Okay. So we got some of the stuff that we don't want. We got the worst case scenario because Mm -hmm. then, yeah, it's like, uh, it, 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 it def- I mean, it, it just, I don't know, it, it pulls the pin out of the bomb, so to speak, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I can handle that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and so, um, and also, it's looking at, like, what do you really, really want? Mm. Like, look at, like, at the end of the day, what is it that you really, really want? Because, I mean, come on, like, when you really, really want something, don't you get it? <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. You know, if I want chocolate, I'm going to get chocolate. Like, it's going to happen. Yep. <laughs> So, yep. so, so then we shift. Second step is we shift. We, we, we rewire. This is like a huge thing. You're not just rewiring your thoughts. You're rewiring in your body because the body does the action. Mm. Like the thoughts we can get caught up in and we can kind of play games with, to me, I think. Yeah. But the body helps us to shift the thoughts. Mm. It's very physical um, as I am a somatic coach, body-mind. Yeah. So 
if you do nothing, if you take zero action, then clearly your worst case scenario will probably like definitely happen <laughs> to some degree because it's just, you know, you're not doing the thing you say you want to do. So the next thing is to say, when you know what it is, when you think you know it is, just one step towards what you want to do, what is it that you need to know to believe to feel safe? Like, what is it that you really need to believe to feel safe to take your next step? You know, is it, is it, what do you need to believe about yourself? Do you need to believe that, like, you are, like, all those good things that we should be saying about ourselves? Mm. You know, like, I am capable. I am amazing. Like, people love me. I love myself. Some of these things, to be honest, are, they can be really, they can be challenging for us to say to ourselves. And I think, again, as I look at little kids and I look at, um, as we grow, mm. for some reason, for some people, <laughs> We get into this place and maybe it's humility, maybe it's not wanting to stand out. I think we can get into a place where that mind that tells us the negative things can be somewhat strong at times. And yeah, and we need sort of, well, I've got my little, my chakra, chakra bracelet on, mm, but, yeah. but you could have a rubber band. I mean, this is so old school, but like yeah. a rubber band on your wrist to remind you mm. every time you're telling yourself that negative thing, I can't do it. Mm. Yes, I can. Every time you say to yourself, like, oh, I can't lose this weight, I can lose the weight. I can be in the health I want. I can be in vibrant health. Yeah. I can be in, <laughs> I, I can make the money that supports me. I can thrive. Mm. Like, whatever it is, what do you need to believe? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is this is so powerful. So what do you need to believe that to feel safe? I love that. And I also love how you said earlier, because I think this can be a big trap for people or something to watch out for, is the thoughts. Like a lot of people get caught up mm -hmm. kind of just working on the thoughts, trying to play games with the thoughts, trying to defeat negative thoughts with positive thoughts and like getting caught up in that whole world and not taking action and just like staying in this total mind labyrinth that you can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper on the rabbit hole and never actually go create results. So I'm curious what your thoughts are and how someone knows if they're just like, they, I have heard it called um, mental masturbation, right? Like yeah. you're just like thinking yeah. and thinking and like, oh yeah, like pumping yourself up but not actually producing results. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. So one is um, I really do think it's powerful to, to actually write your name down mm. and to write down the negative, it's very powerful to write stuff down. So to write down the negative things you call yourself or say about yourself, write it down, look at it, feel it. Take a moment to notice where you feel it in your body. I mean, I, when I did this, I was like, wow, I feel horrible. <laughs> like, I feel like a pit in my stomach. Like, who would say that to me? How would I say that to myself? Like, to look at it on paper and then to do the reverse, to do Stephanie equals and then write all the amazing stuff about yourself and to look at that and to absorb it, take it in. Mm. So I do feel like that's a really powerful practice. Um, I feel like another really powerful practice, and it's so funny. Like, <laughs> I, I actually didn't expect you to be doing this here today, but we're going to do it. So um, we, we take action. We do movements. We do movements. And I actually do this a lot with my clients. It just seems like a thing that comes up quite a bit. Mm. It comes from Kundalini Yoga, mm. and it's called the Ego Eradicating Breath. Wow. The ego eradicating breath. Like, think of the ego. The ego isn't like, oh, he's so egoic. He thinks so much of himself. <laughs> the ego is also like the small, the small self. It's the yeah. self that tells you all this story. It's the monkey mind. Mm. It's like um, when you can step away from yourself and 
when we get into an emotion, let's say it's anger, we can kind of jump from like, like without even saying to ourselves, I feel angry, go from like feeling it to like blasting out at your partner, at your kids. We just like jump right in, you know? So, so this is like a way to kind of slow it down. And it, it's very good at kind of turning off the, the flight or fight system. So we don't go right from like um, thinking, 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 thinking to anxiety. So I'm going to back up here a little bit. So you want to do this? Yes, let's do it. It's right, so right here. It's right here. Okay. So this is ego eradicating breath. Um, what it does is it takes your breath into your solar plexus. So it takes it down low. Back up a little bit more. So down low into your belly. You want to drop in. You want to be in your body. You want to be down low. We're also going to take the arms out wide. So we're stretching them up about 60 degrees. We're going to bend up the first knuckle. So you got like this arc from thumb over to thumb. Mm. So we can put your arms down for a second. When you close your eyes, you're going to be um, closing your eyes and bringing your attention up to your, it's, you call it the third eye. Mm -hmm. So this is your center of intuition. Uh, we're going to do this for a little bit, but when you practice this, you can kind of build up. You can do it for a minute. Okay. You can do it for four minutes, as long as you need. This is great to do. I've done it with people who are going on stage. It just like drops you out of your fear, out of your monkey mind, into your body, into your gut, mm. into your strength. So we're going to take the arms wide. Okay. And then bend it. Here we go. This is it. <laughs> for real. Bend it to the first knuckle. Close your eyes. You're going to pump your belly as you breathe out through your nose. So... Good. So keep that going. Pump really strongly. Belly goes in and out. You're also working your diaphragm here too. And you can speed up your breath. If you're keeping your arms outstretched, you're pumping your belly, you're feeling that strength. We're building endurance. You're dropping into your body. You're clearing your mind. We're going to do this for 10 seconds. So count here as we do it for 10, good. nine, eight, seven, Five, four, three, two, one. You bring your thumbs to touch up overhead if you can find them on an inhale. Exhale, sweep your arms back down by your sides. It'll take it one more time to inhale, lift. Exhale, lower. I like things in threes. It's like a sense of completion. It'll take it one more time to lift. You've got those beautiful fire wings behind you, so it's sort of like. Making that, I love it. Yes, you kind of shake that out and uh, tell me. There you go. How do you feel? Feel great. <laughs> wow. Good. Wow. Yeah, you can't. It's because you know a lot of times we're just not breathing. We're not breathing Amen. fully, so it just it drops you in. It drops you into your power center. It takes you uh, into what I like to call like your your highest self. It takes you into your highest good. It takes you out of that monkey mind, out of that egoic mind. Yeah. So is it is the focus again to to pump the diaphragm and like be in your gut, but then also focus on the third eye. You said, I know you, you combine those two. If you can only focus on one thing, focus on pumping the belly. Right. Cause I know it's a lot to think about. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Cause it can be easy just to like breathe in and out, but if you're not pumping the diaphragm, then it's, I don't think you're working the muscles that yeah. like probably stimulate the, the hormones and the blood flow. And I don't know what else gets. Yeah, all, all that good stuff. You want to be like, you know, like sometimes the diaphragm kind of gets stuck. You get yeah. stuck. You get yeah. stuck. So we're like always in fear. We're like always yeah. in anxiety because wow. your diaphragm stuck. So mm. you pump the belly. If you think of nothing else, just even like drop your arms down, just pump the belly, close your eyes, pump the belly, start there. The next step, if, you, if you're like, okay, I got this, I got this, is then to close your eyes. And if you can, you're focusing. I know it takes a little more attention, but you're going to focus <laughs> on your third eye. 
then you're dropping into your intuition, into your sense of knowing. So yeah, you can check in. I mean, I'm 100% around getting help. Um, and this is kind of the next thing we'll get into. But I, I like that as like a kind of, oh, am I still good? Uh, yep, yep, I see it. Okay, yep. all right. So I like that as kind of a first step to just like clear, just get some clarity. Mm. Um, yeah, so is that pretty clear? I love it, yes. Okay, great. The next thing is to is to actually practice this, to do a body scan. Okay. To do a body scan, your body has wisdom. So also very simple. It's closing your eyes. And it's just getting into what you're feeling in your body and where. Yeah. So you can start at the very top of your head. And you can scan down to what you're feeling through your eyes. And when I say that, you're kind of looking at a lot of things. Maybe you're feeling nothing. That's just totally fine. There's no judgment. Maybe you feel something like, uh, like tension, heaviness, lightness. You might even see colors. You're, you might feel like your temples are as tight as like a rubber band. Like it feels as tight as. So bringing an image to mind. You might see a color. You might feel soft, gooey. So whatever sort of adjectives come to mind, you're just going to go through. You're going to notice your jaw. A lot of us hold tightness in the jaw so we can notice that. The throat, that's where we speak. That's where we speak our truth. So you can notice your throat. And you go down through both arms, through the heart center, the back of the heart, really noticing your upper back, how that feels. And dropping down into your low ribs, down your spine, into your low back. And wrapping your attention around the front into your belly. And take it down into the hips, through one leg, down through the foot, and through the other leg. So this is sort of like an abbreviated one. I usually like, it takes about 10 minutes to do a good one, but yeah, and then you kind of take a breath, really kind of check in with a certain area. So anything in particular stand out for you, Chris? Um, I felt some like tension in the back of my neck and my lower back. Yeah, okay, great. That's great to know. So it's great to know. So you can actually take care of your body when you're done. You've probably been sitting. You've had a really big day. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of do some stretches, stretch it out a little bit. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so so when we do that, then you can also do the same thing um, when you are feeling the fear. So you can identify it because then you get quicker to cutting yourself off at the pass. So when you get into that fear state, sometimes we get into fear. Sometimes we do the thing we said we wanted to do. Like we sign up for a program. We, um, you know, we launch our business. We invest in something and then we're like, holy what? What did I do? And then the sabotage sets in. Sabotage. And then you're like, I don't have the time. I got my kids. I got this. I don't have the time. I don't have, uh, I don't have this. I don't have that. You know, and the sometimes the sabotage shows up as the sabotage flu. You get yourself sick right before you're supposed to do something. Oh. It shows up as your car, like literally, like your car breaking down, your yeah. <laughs> internet connection going spotty, you know, whatever it is, whatever your flavor is. You get to know this. Know yourself. Shift. 
Yeah. Shift. Shift the body. Shift the mind. So what is your best case scenario? So this is this is great. Um, this body scan is just noticing like what's going on, and that doesn't necessarily have to be in a fear moment. Uh, yeah. but it gives you more awareness, gets you more connected. You build the the muscle, right? The connection, the connection muscle between you yeah. and your body, which is it takes practice. It's not like mm-hmm. we're trained from birth to be aware of the emotions. Most people repress and stuff them down and and aren't really present with their body. So first get aware with that. And then the second thing is the fear. And when fear sets in, when something scary is happening, it's just to sit with those emotions and like look at where they're coming from. How would you recommend that we shift um, shift those energies and tension and stuff that's coming up in us, in our bodies? Yeah. So I'll go back to, um, you know, when I provide an energy scan, which is different from a body scan for my clients. Okay. Um, so what I'm doing is going a step deeper. So this body scan is really important because then you know, like I hold my anxiety in my heart center. Mm. That's really important information. Yeah. I hold my anxiety in my belly. That's also really important information. Yeah. So when I do this cha- this energy scan, this chakra scan, uh, what I'm doing is I'm actually talking to, I like to call it like your soul body. So it's like your highest self. I am talking to your guides. Mm-hmm. They may show up as ascended masters, as angels. Um, it may be your highest self, yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, looking at the story of what's going on with your body. So I'm looking at like, what what are those blocks? What are they telling? What's the block telling us? Um, what is that area telling us? And it might be something that you're carrying from your ancestry. It might be coming from your, your great grandmother. It might be something that she's passing down to you because her life was really hard. And she's like, okay, your life's you got, it's gotta be hard because mine was hard, we had to fight. So it's not your thing, it's not even your thing. So um, so we go through that and it gives us information so we can shift that. Um, and there's, it just, it kind of, in some respects, it depends on where you're lodging your particular sabotage, where you're lodging your particular fear. Lodging <laughs> it, it makes it sound like I'm gonna stick this fear in me and it's gonna stay there. <laughs> no, no, you know why I say that? Why? Is because I think for some of us, um, we have, we have been carrying that. We have stuck it in there and lodged it in there for a while. Yeah. So, you know, there's so, this freedom when you can see it, when you know where it is. And um, it might be that, you know, you, you get uh, a lot of sore threats because you're not mm. speaking your truth. Mm. So it might be that you're not, and the things are interconnected. So if you are, let's say there's um, something you, you wanted to do, like you wanted to, you wanted to start a travel blog. You want to be a travel blogger. Mm. Um, but you are, you know, you're stuck. You're not speaking your truth. There's no videos out there. You've been traveling, but there's nothing created. Yeah. You're afraid of being seen. So you're not in your personal power, solar plexus. Um, you're not connected to your heart's work. So maybe you're overgiving in your heart. Uh, so you're not speaking your truth. So there's maybe tightness there. So, you know, there, um, I have a program. It's called the Unblock the Body Bootcamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an online program. You can go to it anytime. It's a 15-day program. And it actually kind of helps with a lot of this. It helps you get clear on what's stuck. And it gives some uh, kundalini yoga and some other things. There's mantra, what we say. There's mudra, which are like, like hand, like when you do the prayer movement. It's energy that is in the body that we're showing. This is a good, this is energy. Yeah. Everything's energy. Yeah. Like this, this is a common one, right? So those things literally help move energy through the body. Sometimes mm. it's the food we eat. Like literally like that is going to help us to 
um, support a certain system, like support the solar plexus through the food that you're eating, uh, support the throat so that through the food that you're eating. It might be through color therapy. It might be through allowing yourself, like you've got this red. Uh, that red is very powerful. Um, it is also related to the root chakra. It's very grounded. It's secure. It's it's a it's it's a money color. Mm. Um, it is the root chakra is about security. When you're in your security, you have your money. You have your abundance. You have what you need. You know, you're, you're, you're good. Um, you, you're secure. It's there. Uh, you are grounded. You are rooted. You are present. And I really get that from you. Like you are in the moment. You're in, you're in the moment. Here now. I, I, here now. So, <laughs> I feel that, you know, it's, uh, it, it's actually like fire. Like that's part of that root chakra too. Like it's, mm. that, that's the element. So wow. it's interesting. You got that, you know, I just, I've been noticing it, but now it kind of comes to fruition. So you're grounded. Your business is grounded. You're good. <laughs> That's awesome. So it, the, it's like our environment will reflect what we have going on, not just internally, but it'll, it'll like go into the external and either it'll be an indicator or we'll bring in like what we need more of potentially, like depending on where we're at in our journey. Yes. And so to shift, what you can do is to shift little things. It doesn't have to be huge, mm. something little. So it might be shifting, uh, something in your in 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 your house it might be shifting what you're drinking um as you listen to your body your body might be telling you i need more water i need i have more water i will think more clearly hmm. so i will have more clarity to take action i won't have to overthink things i can go from um from from thinking to doing uh, it might be like I've got this orange pillow over here. So, you know, that orange pillow, that is the center of creativity. Uh, you know, I, I I love that as part of my business, the creative part of it, you know, bringing these things in. So that orange reflects that. If you've got colors that aren't serving you in your house, change them up. Mm. Change the colors of your walls. Um, you know, look at uh, what you have around you to help support that. Mm. So, yeah. And then also, you know, we want, we want to shift the fear act we must act we get you know you gotta you gotta act you gotta get the support you need mm. um there's a lot of stuff out there you know get a coach to help you act ask questions get the answers i have a client who he thought for many many years his passion was going to be photography mm. he bought the camera he bought the stuff he bought all the stuff and <laughs> I actually, I helped him get, I helped, I helped him get a gig. I was like, okay, great. You got the stuff. Let's, let's make it happen. Okay. So he didn't even go to the gig. He's like, nope. He just, he realized by having to take action to do the work, he realized that that was not for him, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. So, and that is okay. But you could be, if you're just sitting rolling around with this thought, you want to do this professionally, mm. go get a gig, get, you know, go do something to, to prove it to yourself one way or the other act. One of the simplest ways to act is to make a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment to yourself. And it sounds like this. It's like, I am, embody it. Not, um, I'm thinking about committing to, um, I, I want to commit to, I am a commitment to, yes. I, yes, yeah. I am a commitment to my vibrant health. I am commitment to I am a commitment to loving myself. When I was in Kentucky and I had that somatic coach and she asked me to do this, I couldn't say. She's like, "Oh, maybe say I am a commitment to loving myself." But I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't. And I I couldn't say it. I was like, "I can't say that." So she's like, "Okay, well, 
how about I have a commitment to seeing myself? I am a commitment to seeing myself. And so I saw myself as a little girl and I allowed myself to see that little girl. I allowed myself to nurture that little girl, like give herself love in that respect. So do something that is, it pushes the envelope for you, but like you feel like you can embody it and stand in your power, say it out loud, vocalize it. That is action. Mm. I am a commitment to um, making whatever it is, like whatever, you know, six figures a year, whatever it is, like just say it, make that commitment to yourself and then find one action. For me, back at that time, it was going for a run. Mm. Is that directly related to living my relationship? It's not. I mean, lose, leaving my relationship, no. But it was the it was the action I needed to take towards self love, so I could take that next action. Beautiful. Just one one action. So this this um, I am a commitment to. Where do we source like where to focus that attention? How do we know what to say? What we're committed to? Like how- well, I think it depends on um, if you. It depends on where where you're at. Like yeah, what the what the block is, where we want what we want to achieve, right? Every every individual is going to be different on what's the most important thing, but it probably starts with awareness of what's the area of life that we want to improve. Yeah, and it may be you know even more than the block, it may be that I I want to run a six figure business. Right. So and, you know, but sometimes there's blocks that come up because. We think that it's, it'll take too much time away from the family. We think it's going to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to. That's the creativity piece. That's the synthesis piece where we may think in our mind, we're not, we're not even seeing it subconsciously. Well, that means I have to put on a suit. That means I have to, you know, have a jacket on. That means I have to, I have to look a certain way. I have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. You need to be exactly who you are, mm-hmm. exactly who you are showing up to serve uh, and if, if that's what your thing is, I'm just giving that as an example. Yeah. I, I want to run a six-figure business. You may think you have to advertise a certain way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get down to the root of who you are, the kind of motivation that you have, that will tell you your truth. That will tell you your path. So you don't have to, you know, try this, try that. Like, just, you know, toss spaghetti at the wall with this and that. So I, I am a commitment to um, my abundant life. So, you know, that isn't just about six figures. It's like, okay, that encompasses the whole thing. Mm. If I think um, I'm a, I want to do six figures, but mm. I have this block, when you have that but come in, yeah. then you make it something global that includes that abundant life. My abundant life includes time with my kids. It includes being present. It includes doing yoga. Yes. I'm not, you know, we're running the mill 18 hours a day. Right. So, so that's the kind of thing you feel into it. You feel into does this feel right in my body? Well, then tweak it. If you don't love it, play with it. Tweak it. Mm, I love it. Stephanie, this is gold. It's been so juicy, so much wisdom tapping into ourselves, into our energy, into what might be blocking us, what our fears, what motivates us, what our desires are, and we've only scratched the surface. So I want to tell people how they can stay connected with you because you're a freaking powerhouse, and I'm sure they want to find out about your boot camp. They want to dive into themselves, be unblocked, be free, and be their greatest possible selves. How do they take the next step, Steph? Yeah, well, I'm super happy to connect with you. I think we've got some links uh, through this video. Yep. I think the best way is to get on a call with me and to do a 30 minute power session. Um, and I'm going to include in this, if you would like to do an energy scan, mm-hmm. an energy scan where I help you, I go, I dive deep with that intuitive scan. Let's do it. We can get to what is blocking you 
and we can get to what your highest calling is. So we can get on that. Um, I've got uh, a link through my website. I just have a bit.ly for my website to keep it really simple. So bit.ly slash Stephanie Zito. You can find me there to sign up for um, a session, a free session, 30 minute session. Um, You can also join my page to see some more content and some more information, downloads, um, ask some questions at Ripple Effect Coaching, my Facebook page, Ripple Effect Coaching, dash Stephanie Zito. You can find me there too. You can book with me right there. Um, And I can't wait to connect with you. Um, If you do want to get on that boot camp, it's only $47 right now. So I feel like it's a steal. And it is, you can do it over 15 days. You can do it over less time if you want to compress that. But there's a lot of great bonus material in there. We go through how to do that body scan that's in there. There's a chakra quiz in there. So you can do the quiz, send it to me, and I'll help you interpret it to see where those blocks are. And then there's a pathway for you. So you uh, can go through the units and you can see where you want to start. You might want to start at that root chakra or that security chakra. And it's just, it's incredible. When you do this work, it's just incredible what comes through, how you feel, how your days go. So I would love to see you in there too. Mm. Mm. Unleashing human potential, Steph. That's what you are doing. Yeah. I love it. And I love that you're supporting entrepreneurs, people who want to make a big impact in the world. And anyone who comes to you is going to be hugely benefited and equipped to be even more successful, happy, abundant, and uh, just know themselves more. I think that's, you know, I keep hearing like you just connect people with themselves and who they are, what's important, what are the sensations, what are the emotions, and how do they navigate themselves through life most effectively so it's it's super beautiful so everyone who's listening or watching go to bit.ly forward slash stephanie zito and that's stephanie the normal spelling but if you wanted it spelled out s-t-e-p-h-a-n-i-e and zito z-i-t-o bit.ly forward slash stephanie zito and uh, go find steph on social media follow her connect with her have a conversation see what you can create together get your body uh, energy scanned (laughs) so that you can really get unblocked and free and stephanie you are an amazing human being thanks so much for being here oh you are too chris thank you so much it's my pleasure awesome have an amazing rest of your day and we'll see you soon okay sounds great bye from the bottom of my heart Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. 
If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. 